Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hanky Dory Business Show, where we bring you weekly business advice worth sharing. And this week, we have a very special guest,、um, Chisabel Egwudo. He is a businessman and a business owner. Welcome, Chisabel. Tiago, thank you. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. And you said we can call you Chiz, right? You can call me Chiz. Yes, most of、Cheers. my friends, most people call me Chiz for short. Wonderful. We're we're very glad that you you're able to、um, accept our invitation to join our pod our weekly podcast, and it's、uh, an honor and a pleasure to have you here、um, to collaborate on this.、Um, Likewise. First question I have for you,、um, Chiz, is what do what do you do at the moment? I run two businesses. I am what you would call a risk strategist,、um, but don't think about it from a financial services point of view. You know. You know the guys that do all the analytical stuff. No, that's not me. Although I've done that, but what I do is I use、um, risk strategies to help businesses achieve their goals, their purpose. You know, for whatever it is that they've set up, set themselves up to do.、Um, so I am primarily doing that through consultancy approach and also from a coaching and training approach as well. Those are my unique,、um, you know, like say products. Okay, and wh- why did you decide to start this business, Chiz? Well, see, I'm a businessman at heart. Yeah, right from a very young age, I have always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And、um, the traditional way of working and the salary is not something that really agreed with me.、Um, so even though I did work, you know, secularly like most people do,、um, I did so as what you would call a contractor. Consultant, so pretty much as an independent business going in to provide services,、um, with the aim of one day independently, hundred percent, running my own business and providing the services that I run that that I offer, you know, to other clients. And even though I was doing those contracts, I still had what you would call the side hustle, which was me building my business on the side and occasionally. Um, providing the services that I aim to, you know, provide in the future, which is what I'm talking, which is which is what I'm doing now. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, absolutely. So you, so you kind of you had your business on as a side hustle to start off with, and was that was that were you just testing your ideas out and testing to make sure that you were going in the right direction? Is that、so、why you that did that? That was one. That was one, but. You know, I wasn't just satisfied doing what I was doing. You know, having the、um, nine to five. So I was building up, and I had this. Like I said, I had this vision from you know a young child. I didn't know what it was going to manifest into, but、um, I felt that to be able to achieve what I want to achieve, I have to incrementally build. You know, you know, put those building blocks on, and that's what I was doing.、Um, While I was doing the nine to five and also doing what you call the side hustle, so it was pretty much getting me ready. So setting the foundation and getting me ready for now, and I've been doing this for the last three years. That's amazing because a lot of people think that starting a business is something very easy. Like you know, you just register the you know if you're in the UK, you just register the name on company's house. And off you go.、No、obviously, there's a lot more. No, it's not that way. There's, <laughs> there's so lo- much involved. First of all, you will have to think about what your purpose is. What's the purpose of that business? I talk about purpose a lot in what I do. 
you know so you have to first of all think about the direction you are going what is it you want to offer what's your mission and that will now inform everything you do to get to that purpose or to achieve that purpose so it's not just going to companies house and registering your business no there's so much more involved and that's why many businesses end up especially the small businesses they end up maybe in the first six months they see how hard it is they're not getting clients and they give up because that foundation wasn't there excellent yeah absolutely i mean you need to have some some form of foundation to develop a sustainable business um amazing so i mean you obviously you you have multiple businesses now and, and, and you're quite mature in what you're doing at the moment in terms of uh, risk strategies um tell us a little bit about yes. that so uh, so well like i said i've got a company called the risk of you so the risk of you is a business services site which provides consultancy coaching and training and then i also have school of risk which is my digital learning platform now school of risk came as a result of my training programs you know training people to become risk practitioners helping companies you know train their staff um, but I decided to go digital and this is not just a knee-jerk um, reaction as a result of the, you know, the, the pandemic. I, I was building this before the pandemic, although the launch date is a bit delayed now, but I had this vision and we're building that platform and we hope to go live sometime this year. I have no date in, you know, in, you know, in place right now. Um, now, when I talk about risk strategies, I, I talk about risk from the point of view that most people don't look at risk as because when you think about risk people think that risk is something bad you know ask a layman what the risk is they were like oh no it's something i need to avoid but that's not it i define or i redefine when i say redefine and that that's what i'm doing i'm writing a book which is going to talk about all this you know i redefine risk as a person or an entity an entity is a business whether small medium or large an entity with a purpose so the whole idea of implementing risk strategies is to help you with the with, with the elements that will enable you as a business achieve your purpose does that make sense yes absolutely absolutely so um i mean obviously for for, for our listeners and people that are, are listening to us um a school of risk when you say uh risk obviously most people tend to associate that with a negative factor just as you said rather than a positive factor and you associate risk with an entity or a person can you elaborate on that a little bit more so now thank you thank you as an individual or as a business well let's just say as an individual how we manage ourselves as a person determines whether we succeed in life or we don't succeed in life now when you think about risk as say that external event which could happen and could maybe cost you some kind of pain or cost you some kind of loss you're always thinking externally you're always looking on the outside but you're not looking at the most important thing and that's you the person let's talk about it from the business perspective businesses are run by people not robots yeah exactly so it's the same thing yeah with a business the people in that business the quality of the people in that business determines whether you achieve the purpose the end goal of that business or not so it's not the always looking outside trying to say oh this is going to happen and we need to put this 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 in place no 
the sum and quality of the people in that business could weather the external storm that could come and hit that business and this is what most businesses fail to look at when they think about risk because they're always looking on the outside think about you how solid are you so if the pandemic was to happen like it's happened and most businesses are no longer there and that's because you know i'm not trying to say people didn't um you know do that do that due diligence or anything like that but if we were resilient if most businesses were resilient and make sure that they had that foundation i talked about then they will be able to go past this pain period that we're all going through i was affected i could have gone out of business i could have said hey i never foresaw this coming no one foresaw the um, pandemic coming yeah i could have gone out of business as well but consistency with little actions can get you through um difficult situations like this amazing amazing yeah absolutely i mean generally I lost, I lost the last five seconds of you. Okay, so most businesses that they come to us, we have like small businesses, and the biggest challenge that they find is they, they kind of they find the risk factor is generally associated with the financial investment that they need to make in it, like the initial capital that that's they need to put part, down. That's one small section. That's just a small little part of it. Okay. Yeah. So, so the, in the school of of risk, uh, of the risk strategies that you teach or that you will be teaching, uh, or that you that you analyze at the moment through your through your business, is that something that you help small businesses to overcome? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, one of the first things I tend to do with my clients is first of all understand what their purpose is. What are you in business for? Yeah, I understand that stuff, and I say, okay, now this is what you want to achieve. Do you have those elements, internal elements, to be able to succeed? And that includes finance. Like I said, finance is just only one bit. It's not the major thing. Yeah. Do you have the right skills, the right people? Have you mapped out the roadmap to get you to your purpose? Now, most people think about goals, and they 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 have this goal they want to achieve in year three, year seven, year ten, and so on and so forth. But most people never really achieve these goals, and the reason is because that goals do not live in a home. What do I mean by that? Goals live in a roadmap. Let's just take a motorway for example. A motorway is a roadmap. The junctions on the motorway are the goals. You get the point. So yes. your goals, you need to have a roadmap. To get you to what you want to achieve, yeah, to 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 be able to, you know, develop those products you want to offer to your consumers, to your customers, those services, yeah, and those goals need to be staged out: twelve months, three years, five years, seven years, ten years, and so on and so forth. When you map it out this way, then you are more likely to achieve the goals as opposed to just having those goals and they are not aligned with your purpose the purpose of having the goals in your roadmap is that it keeps you on track to achieve your purpose because every motorway leads you to a destination if you're going from london to manchester manchester is your destination you know what you want your business purpose the end goal of your business 
is the, uh, the, at the end goal of your the end um, results you want to achieve with your business needs a roadmap to be able to get you there and it's as simple as that wonderful wonderful cheers and so how how do you help people um, or, or make business you know small businesses in particular because those are the ones that are, are most vulnerable as, as we see them and how do you help them to understand this risk management and take this more seriously while you know during the process of of their business absolutely the first thing i tell them is listen you are the risk your business is the risk that's the first thing you need to get that mindset right that your business is the risk and how you manage that business determines whether you succeed or fail it's as simple as that once you get that you know understanding that your business is the risk and most people do get it when i explain it and they stop to think about it, not that they don't think about the external factors but it's more i mean it how do i put it the external factors are there but you don't focus on that so that it, it doesn't take you away from the main goal the main purpose you want to achieve so you are the you are the risk whether you're a small business or you're a large business or one man band or one woman band you are the risk now think about how you are going to manage that business yeah and that comes from you the person driving that business or the people the team you have and then once we've done that we start to look at what the purpose is now i'm i'm talking from a, you know if you're if you're a startup you look at the purpose we define that purpose if you're not a startup and you have been running the business already then um we, we will see if you've already defined that purpose if it's not defined we will clearly define it and then work out what the vision is what is it you want to become what channel do you want your purpose to be fulfilled by we look at that and then we look at those objectives do you have these things you need to achieve your purpose and i help you define these things if you're not clear about them and uh, we build a roadmap most businesses i'll give you an example so i I, I worked with a property client a few months ago you know and the owner of the property business came into me because they had some challenges and when i looked at the i did some you know evaluation of the business and i thought this business is worth millions but they're not making that money but by the time we did this whole mapping exercise and i said to this you know lady who ran, who ran the business if you put this 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 in place this business could be worth 500 million in 10 years if she found wow. it difficult to believe but by the time we went through the mapping exercise and we put some of these things in place even to my surprise the 500 million became you know easier easily achievable and this is what people need to focus on yeah it's the building of this roadmap to get you to your purpose yeah because we tend to focus a lot more a lot on business plans business plans most people i've talked to and i've gone through this program with they always tell me once i've built a business plan i never look back at it i guarantee you 70 80 percent of the people that have business plans never go back to that business plan after they've used it for whatever purpose they want to use it for yeah absolutely we've, we've seen that we've seen that so many times you know, people come up with a business plan and, and they never go back to it and look at it again. And, and obviously, a, a business plan is something that is is evolving. Yes. If you're if you're in a you know, once you're assessing um, risk management like like what you're um, describing, you obviously it's changing all the time. Circumstances are changing, Absolutely. just like now. You know, we're going through the COVID nineteen, so you have to readapt your business to serve you know the the, the new norm, yes. which is you know. Yes. Uh, Yes. So, so how how do, how do you 
overcome these crises when we're, we're, we're moving in a changing environment, just as we see now. Does your school of thought or does your, your, your risk strategy involve teaching business entrepreneurs? So basically, look, you know, we're, we're, we're in a pandemic at the moment, so we are going to change your business model. So that means that the business plan that they had written initially is worthless. Yes. Because the situation has just changed everything. Absolutely. Um, ju- just to you know, back up a little bit. So, if, instead of helping people with business plans, I help them with what I call purpose maps. That is my replacement for business plans. With a purpose map, you will always use that to drive the business forward. Without you looking at that purpose map, it's like, it's like you know, going on a journey and you have no map or no direction. There's no way you will not use that. There's no, I mean, the way the purpose map is built is that it actually drives you. You can't live without it, you know, as opposed to a business plan where you've just done it the first time, maybe use it for the bank to get some money and you never look back at it. Yeah. So it's it, that we do it differently. Now, in terms of educating businesses, yes, it's one of the things that we do. We educate them. We, I, I still look at the business plan they have because it gives me an insight as to what they were thinking. Yeah. And then, use some of that information to help them build a purpose map to be able to achieve those goals that they want to achieve perfect now do, do you believe in partnerships absolutely like that's 100 percent. you you can't do it alone you know you can't okay. do it alone and this is where most entrepreneurs struggle because they think oh i'm an entrepreneur now you know i don't need anyone to tell me what to do you're making a big mistake I've got so I've got partners on different levels, and this is what most business needs to do. You need to have partners on different levels. Now, let's just use the example of a large corporate organization. Let's say for let's say let's say a bank. You know, most banks would not survive without the partners they have in place. And when I talk about partners, I'm talking about third third party suppliers, and many of these third party suppliers are small businesses. They have other consultancy firms who come in to support them. They have specialists that come in. So they're partners on different levels. The same needs to apply with small businesses, entrepreneurs, whether you're a one-man band or one-woman band, you know, small team. You need to have the right partners. And the way I look at it is you can build your own, what I say, your own team with partners you can build your own board your own board of directors with partners you don't need people to come in and sit in the office or wait to the time to be, uh, when you've grown to a big company to be able to have this business in place no i've got partners on different levels yeah. i see you, you my, my good friend julian who you know I call him my pie. He's my he's my key man. He's one of my key persons. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. I mean, some of the things that I'm doing today, he has given me that wisdom because the value of partners, these are, I'm talking about people who are experienced. They yes give you the wisdom that you need to be able to direct your business to achieve its purpose. They might be coming from an angle that you have no experience on. All you have to do is have an agreement whether that partnership is paid or not. It's an agreement you have to have with that partner. And most times, most partners who are also small businesses just want that collaboration because it helps them as well. So you can help them with the service, they help you with the service. And that is essential. You cannot do it alone. You need to build partners on different levels. 
Absolutely. I think collaboration is one of the biggest um, skills to have in the 21st century at the moment, especially in the digital area that we live in at the moment. And so have, having this partnership in business is, is, is fundamental to, to the success and the progress of your enterprise. Absolutely. Now, um, now what, what do you think are some of the risks affecting our businesses at the moment so you know like in terms of we're going through the COVID-19 at the moment and many businesses uh, we are hearing news that a lot of businesses now I mean I've had a lot of emails from a variety of small businesses for advice and all sorts of things that you know strategies marketing advertisement and all sorts of different propaganda what do you feel is you know the biggest risk affecting uh, the, the, the progress or the future of businesses with the current situation that we live in at okay. the moment. Let me let, let me let me do a bit of risk education first of all. So you say what are the what are <laughs> some of the biggest risks? I would say what are some of the biggest threats? Yeah. Okay. Because in risk, in, when you, when we talk about risk, risk is like an umbrella. Yeah. On that risk, okay. you have your threats. You have your threats. These are the bad things that could potentially happen. They haven't happened yet. And then you have the problems that right. have happened. And then you have your opportunities. This is still under the umbrella of risk. The opportunities are, this, are the potential good things you get or the potential reward you could get if you do the work to exploit it. And then you have the reward, which is what you get from exploiting the opportunities. So I would say threats, not risk, because risk is not bad. I want to change that notion that risk is bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, good, Chief. I want to good. change that notion that risk is, is bad because risk is powerful. Risk is, is a powerful ally. If you understand how to use it, my goodness, you are going to do amazing things with your business. Now, to answer the question, the, the, the threats we have businesses face now, when, once you've gotten over the challenge of knowing what the purpose of your business is, then that puts you in a good position. Then you have to educate yourself the right way. We talked about education. Educating yourself about the dynamics of business, the environment you're operating, the changing, the changing um, behavior of your consumers, the audience you are targeting. Those things are important. So you have to educate yourself in these things. You just cannot say, I'm going to put out a service and not know how your consumers' uh, um, you know, taste is going to change over, over a period of time. So um, let's not be short-sighted in thinking about that because uh, as we've seen, if you were to go back 10 years ago, Instagram wasn't a big thing and that drives a lot of um, people's um, you know, taste, you know, consumer taste. When you see products the way they are put out there and people just swing to one when it's, um, when it's trending. So educate yourself about the consumers. Um, you have to understand how things work in the world of business. Yeah. That, get, that puts you in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a good position so that when things happen, when shifts happen that are not under your control, at least you are aware than just going blindly. Finance, you have to know how to use your money, how to use finance. But also, it's not just how to use the money that you have. It's also when you, go into, when you get into financial difficulties, how to use debt. You know, and I talk about this in my book how to use debt to be able to achieve your goals, to keep you, you know, in, in that direction to achieve in your purpose. I talk about how to use things like, you know, even to the point of bankruptcy, you know, it's a tool. Now, let me use an example. The financial crisis that we tend to, we, we experience, we talk about 2008, 2008, and now we're going through the coronavirus financial crisis and things like that. 
you know, a lot of the financial institutions are using this to their advantage. They are taking advantage of the financial crisis. They are having they are having to adjust their business. So use debt as an adjustment tool to get yourself, you know, back in track, back on track. Yeah, and and these are the things that I talk about when I when I talk to businesses. I look at things holistically. I'm not just looking at it from okay, get the product out there, business development, and that's it. No, I look at things holistically and help businesses to have the right knowledge to be able to enable them get to where they want to go to. Um, I, I talked about trends. You have to understand trends, and that keeps you um, that keeps you. You have to keep you know helps you to keep polishing your product because. If, if you have a product or service that you know consumer behavior changes o- over time and you're still trying to sell that same product at the same price it's not going to work you'll you lose business over time so it might be a case of you drop the price or you make the product better to appeal to the current consumer taste so these are some of the things that businesses need to be aware of i'm not going to go into like really technical stuff like you know technology and things like that that that's more for the larger organizations but um yes it, it's something that most businesses need to also keep in mind you know what sort of technology do you use or what sort of um, systems do you have in place uh, when i talk about systems the use of social media that's an easy tool for marketing so you got to market your product people need to know about what you're doing so that consistency you know of using of, of marketing helps you get your you know your product known you know you create that awareness for your products or services that's excellent some really good points that you tapped on today cheers i, I think is it sounds that the, the the rationale behind what you're putting across is very sounds very dialectic i don't know if you know um do, do you know that do you know dialectics Have you heard of dialectics before no no so what dialectics it. are okay so that that dialectical thinking is Let's imagine a man is uneducated. Okay, so that's the that's your thesis. He's uneducated. And then he finds a book and that book educates him on a particular topic. So that's your antithesis. So and then the result of that is a change in uh, situation. Like the the synthesis will be that that man has now we could say he's educated on yeah. that particular topic. So we take a man that the thesis will be a man is uneducated he mm-hmm. reads a book that's the antithesis and then the synthesis is that he is now educated on yeah. that particular topic and so it's it's very dialectical the, the, the way the way you you're describing this idea Thank for you. businesses that that by you know understanding one aspect of 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 business and educating themselves in terms of what you actually um have talked about in terms of risk um seen it from a positive perspective rather than a absolutely, negative perspective absolutely critical and absolutely and, critical. and 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 turning around. things around now what what I want to ask you is based on your experience will small businesses overcome yes. this crisis if they want to think they will <laughs> okay i <laughs> if, if they, they want, want to. to that's a good yes one. and the reason why i say okay. if they want to because i've spoken to quite a few small businesses and uh, I, I would say sadly sadly some of them have decided to go back to secular employment I, I understand yes you have to pay the bills and things like that but some of the people that i know who have gone back to secular employment have some really brilliant ideas 
And I know the challenge of trying to do both because one takes your full attention and you're not able to give your best. So you have to go through these pain points to be able to get over crisis like this. Yeah, you have to make adjustments. I've had to make adjustments. You know, so if you're trying to live a certain lifestyle, when when um you know crisis happened and you thought okay you know what to maintain that lifestyle and put my business to the side and go back to work and maintain this lifestyle that's the wrong way around yeah so business is not business Absolutely. is not getting into business is not something that you do to you know to show off it's a life it's a, I mean it's my life when people ask me I've got two kids I'm a single father I've got two kids and I I, I, I do some really crazy things I don't even have a TV at home. You know, and, wow. and why do I do that? Because I thought if I want to achieve something great, I've got to do something great. I've got to do things. I mean, I grew up on all these things and it took a lot of my time. But I'm able to achieve things that I've never done before. I'm crazy. I'm writing three books at the same time. You know, so wow. you wow. have to do things extraordinarily to be able to get you through this period. Even if, you know, you're struggling. I'm telling you, once you've, once you've, you know, made a connection with something that's going to get you through a pain period and you will stop thinking about the negative side and you will just, you know, maintain, maintain. I mean, we're getting, we're all getting out. It's gradually easing off now. Things are picking up, you know. So yeah. I, I talk about this Absolutely. as well, where I say, you know, in failure, there are opportunities. Yeah. And I always say, look at, I always say failure is a disguised opportunity waiting to be exploited. Yeah, for the reward that it gives. So when you are going through some kind of failure, some kind of difficulties, you know, like we're going through all right now, there is an opportunity in there. But if you now change, you know, if you now change direction and say, you know what, let me just go back into, you know, employment and things like that and just put the business to the side for now, you're not going to get that opportunity. Yeah, we, we had a conver- we had a conversation with a specialist from NASA, you know, like the, the space, people that yeah. do like space, yeah. yeah, space guys and stuff. And he he one of the he's one of their their operatives and stuff. And what he said is, if your heart and your passion isn't in that business, you then will you fail. will fail. You know, and it's interesting that he said that because what i've seen most of them even if it's a small business whether it's small doesn't medium matter. or large it doesn't matter because every 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 business yes. starts small you know i mean i mean you look at um steve jobs started Absolutely. from the back of his house you know building computers you look at um the the chap from amazon you know started Miss selling home. from his yeah. home from his backyard uh, from his desk so i think everything starts yeah. small every business starts small but he said this he said this and he said look if your heart and your passion is not in that business or in that line of of work or something that you want to fulfill as a mission you have a mission related to that particular product or service or whatever it is that you whatever area you want to indulge in and you want to immerse in it, it's not for you don't go absolutely into it. you know, I and, and it's amazing agree. your heart your your life your soul everything needs to be into it i'm not saying you need to disregard your family but you know your business what you're doing is also you're trying to create a win 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 situation i worked with a really 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 great coach a few a few years ago and he always said to me you know always think about the win 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 
know, win, 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 three wins. A win for you, yes, a win for those wins. close to you, your family. So this is, you're giving a gift to your family by staying, by getting your business to a good start and maintain and let it grow. That's a gift you will always have for your family. And then you can relax at some point. When I say relax, I'm not saying you let, you let go. I want to, I mean, I don't even think about retirement. Yeah, I don't think about retirement because I'm going to always work until I leave this you know planet <laughs> but it depends it depends on the level of work so what i'm doing is building for the future so that there's a time where i don't need to spend as much time i can just sit at home and manage my team from my laptop you know i give my i give my Absolutely. kids the time that they need i'm doing that now and it's also good because your kids get to also understand the nature of the world because if they know, like my, my, my two daughters, they know what daddy does. They will tell you about risk. Yeah. I caught, I caught, I caught them some time <laughs> ago. They were doing like a risk role play and they were using the school environment as their example. Wow. I was blown away. I'm like, oh my goodness, these girls are watching me, you know, and they're learning what I do. And it's education for everyone around us. So we must, you know, show that we, we must maintain that passion and let our hearts stay in our business because it's going to it's going to be rewarding for everyone that's fantastic she's fantastic i mean yeah i mean we also talked about um finance and also yes. debt management as well so kind of you know if the business is not you know like for example uh, retail businesses we know that retail businesses yeah. have been shut for a long time so you know shops that sell um clothes and this kind of stuff you know but they've had to reinvent themselves so what they've done online, is they started yeah. to do online deliveries you know so so the, all these businesses have changed concept and they they just changed the direction of their business primarily so from some someone walking into a shop and buying a suit you'd actually online. order that suit online you know exactly. and then you get it delivered you, to your you house also so, have you know, virtual you have virtual you know um, fitting as well you do virtual fitting yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, absolutely. Know, businesses have to go with the trend. You have to you have to adapt with the trend. If you know a physical store is not working, go online. Because when you go online you can reach many people. Like I I you go on. I may that's that that's uh, absolutely i totally yeah. agree with you totally i, I agree was talking with you on that. to so, so, so a, a lady you know reached out to me about just about two weeks ago and we we're talking and she has a she has a fantastic business idea but she was scared if it was going to succeed and i said listen if you are passionate about this okay here's the framework to work with and start with that framework and I don't know if I, well, I'm not allowed to say because she didn't give me permission to make any advertisement about it. It's, it's a woman, it's a, it's a, it's a feminine product. And she, okay. the idea is brilliant. And I said, if you do this as an e-commerce business, I guarantee you, you will make your first million in three years. It's, it's wow. a no brainer because there's a need for that product. And if she does it online, she Amazing. can reach more people. And this is what most people don't believe. You know, most people don't believe that they're able to think of, they're able to achieve a certain amount of um, reward or money from their business. When you tell someone you're going to make a million, they, they think it's impossible. I don't, when I look at money, I, the way I see one, pe one penny is the same way I see a million pounds. It's all, it's all money that, get, that you use as fuel. 
when you put fuel in your car, it gets you to drive. The amount of money you have is just fuel to be able to achieve the things you want to achieve. So when you start to think about money as not being achievable, then you're making it more difficult for yourself. You have to have the right mindset about these things. You know, it's interesting because in, in music, you know, you, you have, I, I don't know if you know anything about music, but when you look, when you look at the notes in music and you look at, you know, the, the, the scales like C, D, E, um, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, yes. right, which is a, a scale. And w- when you look at that on paper, they kind of look yeah. far apart from each other. But if you visualize them in a linear line, they're they kind of, they're very close because the, the the distance is like a, a tone and a semitone, tone, mm-hmm. semitone, tone, semitone. And, and and so it's it's a bit, it feels like it's a big jump between uh, one pound and one million, but truly it's a, it, it's a, it's a mindset yeah, it change. It it's a mindset yeah. change, exactly what you said. Uh, yeah. Um, so, um, Chiz, uh, if you were to leave a message here for our listeners to businesses that are struggling at this moment and they're thinking of closing their doors, not reopening next week for, you know, as, as the, the COVID um, loosens, uh, loosens and opens the door for, for businesses, what would be your key message to these uh, If you are passionate owners? about your business, don't shut it down don't you can adjust but don't shut it down if you have to close shop you can close shop but don't end the life of that business if you need to work from home work from home don't end the life of that business and i'm saying it because i've done it myself even before the covid i've had times where i couldn't afford you know an office space where i was and i've had to move out and do it from home and just maintain that consistency and I'm back again and I'm doing it better and I'm growing and growing and growing. If you are passionate about it, don't kill the business. Little, as I say, little drops makes a mighty ocean and just take incremental actions that will get you back to where you want to be and even beyond. And then start to build the right partnerships. Use partners, use people, reach out to people. You know, people who speak wisdom, people who can help you maintain. Because what you find with small businesses, it's a lonely business. It's, it's lonely being a small business owner because not everyone is doing it. Yeah? So build yeah. a community around Absolutely. you. When you build a community of other like-minded business owners around you, that will help you maintain consistency. Have someone hold you accountable. Get a coach. Most business owners don't have a coach. Yeah. So that's, you know, maintain consistency. It will get better. I guarantee, promise you that. You know, so that's my advice to everyone who is thinking about shutting shop. Don't do it. If you are passionate about it, then maintain the life of that business because it's going to get better. Great piece of advice there from Chisabel Egwudo. Um, Chisabel, by the way, if people need to find you, if people want to get hold of you for, you know, some risk management or risk strategies for their businesses, where can they get in contact with you? Yes, I mean, are you on yes, the internet? Yes. Have you got yes, website? website okay, so you okay. can find my you can find my website www.theriskofyou.com 
on different social media platforms. LinkedIn is my favorite one. Just type in my name on LinkedIn, Chizubale Kudo. You will find me on Instagram. I'm there as well. On Facebook, I'm there. I'm there as well. Just enter my name. You'll find me, Chizubale Kudo. Listen, Chizubale, great to have it's you on the program. Diago. Thank you so much for, for, for joining us. And um, we, we will definitely uh, touch base Absolutely. later during the year sometime. I want to ha- ha- have you back on the program and we get a little bit Oh, one more thing I need to say. As well. uh, uh, Watch out for my book. My book sure. will drop in May. Oh, oh, oh yeah, so let us know. What, what's the name of your the book? The Love of Purpose. Take these wow. seven powerful life-changing steps to achieve your purpose. For the love of purpose. It drops in May. It will be and, on and is Amazon. that going to be on Amazon? Be on, so people can find it on Amazon? It's going to be on my website as well. So you're going to get access to that. Amazing. Thank you very much, Isabel. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week with the Hanky Dory Business Show uh, Business Ideas Worth Sharing. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Isabel. Speak to you soon. Thank you.